What's up, everyone? I'm not quite Joseph, but I'm close enough. It's your boy, Bam, here I'm with him, with Tony and Araceli for us today. Uh, Joseph can't make it today. Uh, he's got a little emergency he's got to deal with, so he might pop on later. He might not. In that case, we'll just roll with the punches and see where we go. Let's bring in our main man here as well, Tony. Tony, what's going on with you? How are you today? Doing pretty well, you know. Excited for the new season coming up with all the new 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 news that just came out this morning about our stadium and then of course i uh, kind of want to give a shout out to our friend from um our, our part fam luke happy birthday man congratulations and another good another good year hopefully it's a better year and hopefully we can celebrate when i see you at the tailgates yes happy birthday luke and araceli how are you going today I'm doing well. A little bit tired, but hey, uh, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> Had a pretty eventful week last week up there in Philadelphia with the convention and the NWSL draft. Like it, I'm still mind blown that any of it even happened. But I'm more than thrilled to have represented the pot out there and just meet so many great people. And especially with the fact that the convention is going to be in Anaheim around this time next year. So I am excited to see the party go to California. It's yes, yes. I know Tony was looking at trying to get to that one in Anaheim next year, so it should be fun. So before we get started, I just want to set the mood and all this for this episode and do a shout out to our friends over in Charlotte and all of Anton Walk's family and friends and say that we're thinking of you guys. It's was sad to hear the news this morning of his unfortunate passing. But, you know, for everyone out there that just take a moment and think of someone you've lost and all that kind of stuff. And to everyone in Charlotte, our thoughts and prayers are with you, especially his family and friends. So with that all being said, let's get on with the rest of the show. And let's go into the naming rights. As we all know that today we had the new name for the stadium, with BMO um, taking over as the naming rights for the stadium. Uh, Tony, what are your thoughts on the new stadium name? Um, it's like I said, we finally have a sponsor for the stadium. We could pay for um, a lot more into the club. Um, as we mentioned, it's how we mentioned it's going to be pretty much for a 10 year deal, 10, 10 million, to, 10 million a year. So do the math that's a hundred million dollars for the naming rights good enough for in our pockets to help our club to buy new players to buy new equipment to buy like everything that we need to keep our club doing to get better uh again it i think it's bmo we call it bmo because of that's how it's supposed to go i don't know if that's how it's supposed to be because it what is it, the bank of montreal is what the acronym is for but all i can think about bmo is for most of you guys who watch Cartoon Network and a certain time slot for Adventure Time and the little Game Boy called Bimo. So I'm looking for those pins. When anybody makes them, I'll be one of the first in line to buy that. What about you, Araceli? I mean, I agree with you. When I first uh, saw the announcement from a business perspective, it was a good move for the club. And seeing all the reactions on Twitter, just from excitement all the way to kind of making fun of the name, I did uh, tweet out a poll just out of curiosity of what fans would be calling it or referring it to 
you know, would they be calling it BMO Stadium, the bank, or the Mo? Credit to Jonathan from Shoulder to Shoulder for that idea. But like 48% of fans said they would be still calling it the bank. Regardless, though, still got to play devil's advocate a little bit here that regardless of what name is on that stadium, uh, the LAFC has a great chance to run it back amid a heavy schedule this season. Yeah, definitely. Like to me, it's like it's always going to be the bank. It's always going to be Staples Center. You know, you got the names for the certain stadiums that will always be that. You can change the who sponsors the stadium and all that kind of stuff, but that's always going to be. Um, yeah, so to me, it will just always be the bank or the chapel that LAFC built, one or the other. Yeah, it's going to be this. It's always going to be the bank, of course. Technically, it's still a bank, so we can still call it the bank. Um, Bert, it's yes, the colors aren't the greatest, and I saw a lot of things on Twitter, people not liking the colors. Again, it's just a mock up, it's just showing what it could, what's going to look like now. So we could have, again, the colors be black and gold or white or anything like that to represent LAFC and show that it's that stadium. So again, for people who saw the pictures, it's just a mock-up. It's like when you say like it's a presentation, like, hey, this is how it's going to look. It's not the final product. But at the end of the day, that stadium always going to be black and gold. It's always going to be the bank. It's always going to be the place, the cathedral, draw, as Bam says. And it's you're just always going to call it. It's, it's going to take a while to get maybe call it BMO. We might still call it the bank because the same way as like I still call Staples Center or sorry, Crypto Arena, Staples Center, the forum. It's still it's still the Great Western Forum for me, not just the forum and everything. So it's just a name, guys. At the end of the day, we know what that stadium is. It's our home. So it doesn't matter what it's called as long as we get paid really well for it and we, we up our value for the team. Exactly. Go remember, the outside can look however it is inside will always be black and gold so with all that going on as well we have the boys back in training so the boys are back in town um no surprise faces seen at training so that's interesting they were obviously the first day saw secondary training wolf rocked up and saw the team saw the clips from that um how about you guys you guys see any unusual faces at training from all the pitches and all that there's this one that per- one person's pointed out like who is this person that was kind of like faded out so there's there's a player training with us um there hasn't been any re- like reports of who that might be or who we might be getting there is one report from coming from europe that we might get somebody but uh we'll come back to that in a little bit what about you Arcel? any news from your end no not necessarily any news from my end and as you guys know, I was in Philadelphia last week, so unfortunately I haven't had really a chance to kind of go through all the footage and the photos. But based on what I've seen, hey, the, the thing that impressed me the most was just seeing how much Max is advancing ahead of schedule with his recovery time. Like, he truly is a man of steel. Is anyone like all I can now you're making me think of like the John Cena meme where he was not supposed to be at the Royal Rumble and then he's just going to show up cross like this and just be like, you know, what was what number was he number 39 or 38 in that Royal Rumble and just show up when he wasn't supposed to be there. That's going to be I'm going to now want that as Max. He's the new John Cena just showing up like I'm back quickly. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, like I'd love to see him just first game of the season just come out starting out of nowhere, but I unfortunately don't see that for a time going. With it too, um, over the past week news, as we all saw, there's some international call-ups for us. So the the great man up top, Chicho Arango, got caught up for Colombia. Um, and you also got Acosta and Aaron Long get caught up for the USA. And USA are playing games against Serbia and Colombia. So seeing Chicho versus Acosta and Aaron Long should be an interesting game. That's for sure. You guys looking forward to that game? Uh, I am. I'm. I'm always look. I'm always happy for our international players or any of our players to be called up in for the federation. Any other federations, because it's again, as a player, it's one of the most important things to be called up for. It's your, you know, representing your country. The the badge on that. It's no longer oh, I'm representing a club. It's I'm representing where I was born, what raised me, and everything like that. Or some players actually represent where their parents are from if they have the ability to do that as well. So it's an honor and. Honestly, it's one of those things you can't really take lightheartedness now after. And I'll say this because there's going to be something about with like Vela and the whole Mexican Federation. There was a controversy. There was a a tiff with them, and that's understandable. But at the end of the day, if there wasn't there, I know he'd be out there representing the Mexican national team as well. So, again, happy for them. Hopefully they keep getting called up because then it gives more value, puts them puts in front of eyes in front of Europe, and then also moves those players easily, quickly. Definitely, how about you, Aristotle? You going to be watching that game? Oh, I definitely be watching that game a little bit out of curiosity because I would like to see, as Tony pointed out. Obviously, anytime you see our players be getting that call up to the national team, it is a great honor, and of course, you always like to see any kind of dramatics if there is any for example Bale scoring that goal against the U.S. let's see if something happens with this but you know again as Tony mentioned LAFC is the center focus of the world right now so any call-ups is great news for the club definitely 100% the only thing that I'm a bit worried about is when I'm come back hurt because we definitely don't want to see Chicha get hurt Acosta get hurt or Aaron Long get hurt. That's the big thing for me is when we get into it, what's going to be a long, long season for us, I don't want any of our players getting hurt. Um, especially when we still got some players that are out of contract and we don't know if they're coming back yet or not. So as we all know, um, you had Christian Teller out of contract. Talks were still going on with him about possibly coming back. Other than what we said last week, there's been no extra news on that. It's just same thing. He's negotiations ongoing. And Ed Segura, again, got the injury. But um, they all said that well, they were looking after him. Why is that with the injury? So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, you guys found any more news about those two players at all? Nothing on my end as I was scrolling through Twitter and trying to also figure out this new Twitter system is so on a, on a, on a side note, let's, let's talk about this. Have you guys seen what Twitter has done has done with a new update where they have like yep. the for you and then the following yeah. has that thrown you off a little bit? Cause then you're like, now you have to go b- between both and like, try it's to like figure TikTok out. for Twitter. That's yeah. how it's going to set up in my opinion. Like I said, so it's like, so of that little tangent but it's like so on that twitter universe like i've tried to look to the depths and try to figure out you know if there's any news 
of anything with them with them like and nothing at all just the ongoing negotiations even in the jt interview there wasn't even anything that they said about him yeah and now, you, i was going to mention that real briefly kind of going back to bam's question i haven't really heard any updates concerning uh tello but with Segura, I was sitting in on that press conference last week and JT uh, was asked about him and all he kind of really said was that the negotiations are ongoing and it's moving in a positive direction and that they love to keep him with the club. So regardless of what that's going to look like, I guess some positive news is better than none. Anything exactly. I was gonna say anything from that in from that interview that's like like best for us for like just overall for the players or anything that he like gems that would would be perfect for us to listen to. Not necessarily gems because we all know how JT is. He's very vague when it comes to the roster and anything else. The only thing he did mention was that there will be more roster movement coming up, but he did not hint whether if that's gonna be signing players or trading players yeah that'll be interesting like because looking at it and i don't know about you guys but we do need to sign some players especially with the mls next pro team coming out which i'm gonna go ahead and say i was gonna start calling it lafc2 you know you got atlanta 2 you got all the other ones as two so to me i'm gonna start calling it lafc2 um but yeah with all that going on we got to start signing players somehow, whether we start signing them from the under 19s, under 17s, all that kind of stuff. We do need to start signing players. And that brings into our, our depth as well. With our, our current roster, again, we still need some midfielders and defenders. Is there any midfielders out there that you guys would love to pick up? Araceli? Um, not that I can really think off the top of my head, because I mean, I have you, you already kind of mentioned it. So I hate to feel like I'm repeating everybody, but I have, you know, said it before in past episodes, especially with the next pro team coming in. Not only do you have to worry about one roster, but now we have to fill out two rosters. So I do see the second team being kind of a mix of new signings and some of our current players going down to the second team on loan. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Now, I'm going to answer you, Araceli, because you obviously know a lot more about the rules and regulations for the MLS Next Pro and all that kind of stuff. Can LAFC loan out injured players to get some game time under the belt to come back? If LAFC loans out a player to the secondary team, then they do have every right to call them back if needed. Yep. So, like, if you got Max coming back from a massive injury, can he start in the MLS next pro for a couple of games, and then come back up to the main roster? Yes, he can. Cool. That that that's that's what I was I was hoping that they can do because you don't want to have some of your best players coming back from injuries go straight to a hard game. You could send them down to MLS next, MLS next pro for a couple of games, get them match fit which is different than being 100% healthy and then getting them back in the game a lot sooner than that, which would have helped us a lot over the last couple of years, I reckon. And I can say from the inaugural season, I did see that a lot in a, a lot of cases with the clubs, whether 
they would send down previously injured players to the secondary team to kind of get that match day fit, or they would sign the secondary players to a loan per se, so they can participate in the first team. And I believe right now there's like 28, 29 um, secondary players that have signed first team contracts. So really it can kind of go either way. That's good. That's good. What about you, Tony? Any plays you're hoping for us to sign over this break? Well, with, like I said, a DP spot available, I know that's everyone's hot topic right now of like, who are we going to sign? Who are we going to let go? Or what's in the, in the motions for that? That is the primary spot for me to, to find out who are we going to sign. There is a rumored uh, Mexican player that can be loaned and it's not going to be too cheap but it could be cheap enough where he could be coming in and I would love to see him. Um, but like I said, it's just at this point, we need to get just good quality players in a good depth in and to get ready for, like I said, like you've, we've been on saying it's going to, this, this year is going to be a long season. It's what the year when we had the champions league, league cup or not, uh, sorry, us open cup. And then of course the MLS cup coming for, and of course the us open up, as well yeah so it's going to be the same way but now with the new additions to what leaks cup uh what's the other one what's the other mexican side that they're trying like bringing as well and then also the overall the one that we want to be where seattle is right now is um the club world cup, club world cup. So, yeah so that's right. the other one's going to be that's what i want is just a depth but again unfortunately as most of everybody knows who's been watching the MLS as Araceli, you, myself, we have a salary cap here. So there's only so much we can do. LAFC two is going to help a lot. So we can like kind of nudge that if we need to like move around players for a little bit, maybe that could work, but we have a salary cap. We can't be like Europe where we can just have almost an unlimited pounds. Cause I know they've started doing their salary caps and then spending everything. Cause it's been getting crazy over there, but Hopefully that can work out and we can, again, we, any, any championship trophy that we can win, we're going to try to win. That's what JT's iterated. And that's what I'm going to iterate too. It's whatever tournament we're in, we're going to, we want to win it. Exactly. A hundred percent. And that's how we've got it going with all the games is we're there to win the game. We want to win that trophy at the end. At the end of the year, I want our trophy cabinet full. I want it to be busting out. I don't want to be like a Tottenham trophy cabinet. I want this trophy cabinet full as can be. As long as we escape with something, because there is a lot coming up. The regular season, CCL, Leagues Cup, US Open Cup. It, And I know we say this all the time, but really all eyes are going to be on LAFC. So I can only imagine the pressure that our players are feeling. Yeah, definitely. Especially with the... Um global rights being on apple now like i've had some mates talk to me in australia about all that kind of stuff going are you gonna be getting like well, yeah of course i'm gonna get it because why wouldn't i get it half of them are like it's a bit ex expensive I'm like i don't care i'm getting it all that kind of stuff um but yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens there was also rumors going around that apple tv is going to have an android app coming out so that people on android can watch it too which you know I was surprised, but at the same time going, 
it means you get more people to buy your product. So it'll be a smart move for them to do it. And moving yeah. on to the next thing. Oh, go, Silly. No, I was just going to say real quick that um, I, I'm not sure about an Android app, but I know that it's something they have been, really been pushing into promotion that it's not just limited to Apple devices, that there are other ways you'll be able, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll be able to access uh, Apple TV. Yeah, I know you can get Apple TV on on your PC and all that kind of stuff. Fire Stick is Amazon Fire, the Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah. You can have Apple TV on it as well, so yeah. you can have it there if you need if you have that as well. Yeah, and you can get it on the Google, um, not Chromecast, but uh, Google TV, like their, their version of Fire Stick as well. You can get on that. So with them doing that, I wouldn't be surprised if they move it to an Android as well. But we'll see what happens especially with what's going on at the moment. Uh, so we've gone through uh, players out of contract, squad depth and all that. Um, obviously with the players potentially leaving, you know, still the rumors going around of Apoku, Chicho, uh, Palacios and Sifu. The rumors are going around and all that. Until there's finally some movement officially, I think we can put that to bed as, it's all just rumors to begin with. Um, do have to say a massive shout out to Sifu doing everyone, doing what everyone hopes that they can do and buying their mama their own house. So Sifu, good on you for looking after your mom. That's what we all like to see. Um, let's get into the uh listeners' reactions. Uh start off with we got John Frost in here, RIP Anton Walks, yes, hundred percent too. Uh Saying again, he was a good guy. Uh, got Birkin there. I don't like BMO's colors, but that's a good chunk of money. Yep, 100 mil over 10 years, so 10 mil a year. Look, as we were saying, begin with, it's just what's on the outside of the stadium. What matters is what happens inside the stadium. Edge is in the house. Dave checking in from Amsterdam. What's going good, Dave? Hope you're well over there. Happy Friday. It's Friday afternoon over here, so I'm a little bit ahead of you still. Wolf's in the house. Good evening, black and gold family. Tony with the neck. Yep, Tony's got a new tattoo. Uh, Daniel Angel's in the house as well. Everyone tries to say Bob is trying to LFC North with TFC, but with a new stadium name, is it TFC South Move? <laughs> it's true, you know. Bob's trying to take players up there. We're trying to take stadium rights down here. So let's keep that all that going. Edge with how quiet LFC2 is. Look, Araceli, when does that seat, that league supposed to start up? Your guess is as good as mine because we still don't even have a schedule. And beyond that, unfortunately, I can't say anything else. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get us. An idea when season starts when there's no schedule for that. Uh, David Day, click the like button, definitely. Thanks for the reminder, Dave. Uh, Dave Gomez, that two teams sounding great for development and rehab. Me likey, I like it too, especially if we can develop people and get them back through rehab. I think it's going to be great. Uh, got Daniel trying to get to some LFC2 games. Definitely, I know that a few people will try and get to those games when we find out where they'll be playing. What days not to, as long as it doesn't clash with 
LFC games, I think it would be great, especially if say LFC plays LFC plays the Saturday, the twos play the Sunday or the Friday beforehand type thing. Try and break it up so people can get to both games. I think will be perfect. Uh, Dave in there too. Uh, David Day asking him how much money, uh, 100 mil over 10 years, so 10 mil a year. Uh, Daniel, isn't it a DP situation that we need to either under 24 DP or see or to see two of the under 22 players leave? Um, I believe that's right. So, in theory, we need a young DP, but we'll see what happens there. David Day, CCL should be priority number one. I, I do agree a little bit after the heartbreak we went through last time we were in it. I think we need to go for that one the most. What do you think, Araceli? Do you reckon CTL should be the number one priority? What do you think, MLS Cup? That's a tough one because ideally you want both to be a priority, but considering CCL's first, I probably put them as a priority right now. Try to get as far as we can into it. Tony, what about you? Re- reckon CCL should be a number one priority, or do you reckon something else should take that? Um, CCL should be a priority. It's the, the next biggest uh, cup that we need to lift. Again, that is going. It's like an ongoing situation, but I'm I'm in the measurement of we need to win all the cups. You know, what I mean, that's just my mentality. It's whatever we're in, we have to win it. I don't care. That's I want them all. I'm going to be greedy. I want to show. The MLS, this is how you build a club. This is how you become champions. And this is how you continue to grow. Again, we are, the MLS is a is a parity league. So with the salary cap, we have to keep growing. And this is the process that we have to do. So CCL is a priority. And I want to win it. But at the end of the day, I want every cup. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Like CCL is a priority. Look, I'm not a personally massive fan of the League's Cup, but I'd hope that we do win it to win the first League's Cup. You know, take that as some bragging rights, but we'll see what happens there. David Green, CCL, wants to win the next one for sure. Uh, Dave Gomez, Smart TVs of Apple TV 2. That's good. I do need to upgrade my TV, so we'll see what happens there. David Day coming in with, by the way, all of a sudden the Galaxy are interesting at the moment for all the wrong reasons. Of course, they're interesting for all the wrong reasons. I think Tony has some more information on that, but we'll get to that a bit later on. Uh, Daniel, Champions League final MLS Cups are five months apart. The biggest obstacle is staying healthy and filling out the midfield. That is true. We want to try and stay healthy. That's the big thing that we've had some trouble with in the past, but healthy is what we need to do. Uh, young DPs are something tricky with his club. We either get another Rossi, great. Another B-Rod, not so much. Yeah, I, I can see that. But, you know, you got to take risks, and that's what we like doing. We like taking risks with these players. Otherwise, we want to go out to Europe and get young players from Europe as well these days. Um, David Day, personally, I don't even care about the U.S. Open Cup. I I do a little bit because I like seeing underdogs going well. So, like, Union Omaha last year, Sac Republic, I like seeing those ones go deep runs. So i like for us to win it. If we don't win it, I love seeing the USL teams doing deep runs. And we got 
Daniel, the League's Cups, the League Trophies, Sporting Shields, MLS Cups are my priorities because I want to go back to back. We'll get CCL at some point. Why not get all of them this year? As we all said, let's go for all of them this year. So that will do us with the reactions for now. Uh, remember, keep getting your reactions in. We'll get them later on again as well. Uh, Tony, club and community news. What's going on there? Um, so we have, a, of course, a couple of meet and greets and then also the the uh, the Flex 5-on-5 uh, soccer tournament. But so we'll start with we'll start with the meet and greets and then we'll get to the big one, which is the most important one. The um, so crew will be having a meet and greet on February 11th at Angry Horse Brewing at 4 p.m. The, the address is 603 West Whittier Boulevard in Montebello, California. They um, there'll be fish and shrimp tacos. Merch will be available. So they'll have their new scarf with um, with the star, of course, all as most of us will probably see in most of our uh, supporter supporters um, scarves. It will be the star because again, first star of the season, we'll keep adding more, but, and then um, there'll be raffle and prizes as well there. And of course um, we haven't posted about this, but it's been in the works and I feel like we need to get this information out and get it, get it going. BA will be having a meet and greet on January 28th at Progressive Beer at 5 p.m. The address is 9624 El Poche Street in South El Monte, California. Again, it will be a fun time if you've been there before. Really good area, really cool people, really good beer. Um, I will try not to be make myself look like an idiot again, but I've learned from my mistakes. But a good time. So come in again. This is what I was saying earlier in the last pod. This is the time when if you want to join the supporter culture, this is the perfect opportune time to meet everyone in the 3252 because, yes, you can meet a lot of people at the tailgates during the games and stuff like that. But this is the, the great opportune time where you can literally have a beer in a very close environment with the people you want to meet. So if, again, I'll post more when we get more available so tsg waiting for you calling you out there pride republic same thing <laughs> not calling you out because i'm calling you out but calling you out just because i want to because <laughs> i love you guys <laughs> um and then of course the big one that we need to talk about is the f- sponsored by flex power tools also with defenders of the bank helping them out it would is the um, Mo, where is it called? Sorry, I had it. Sorry, the Flex Community Cup it, at US Five Center in Norwalk, California, Saturday, February fourth, at ten p at ten a.m. Uh, the big things about this is it's a hundred dollars to enter for the whole team. A hundred dollars, and all proceeds go directly to the uh, um, Facio Memorial Futsal Court. Like I said, this is an important push for us thank you for flex for hosting this event all proceeds go directly towards that um, there'll be flex demos promotions and more uh, there will be also giveaways raffles food again all proceeds go towards the um, the foundation and also the big moment that everybody wants the cup will be there so if you haven't gotten a picture with the cup and want to get close to it the cup will be there Again, I'll say it one more time. The cup will be there. So 
come out and join, have fun, meet some new people. Um, I believe there are defenders said in their last pods, people are looking for a team. So if you want to play and have kind of find a team, hit them up and yeah. Anything else you would like to add, Joseph? Hey oh, guys, just... I just realized you put me on. <laughs> I'm back. Hope all is well. Uh, yes, crisis averted. I'm I'm here. Uh, I don't have much to add, man. You're leading the show tonight. I'm gonna just jump on and create trouble for all you. Hope we keep going here. So but, let me ask you this uh, yeah. question: what yeah. do you think, Since we we've already passed by it and you are here for it, what do you think of the new naming rights? Um, I dig the money. Uh, I think that's number one is, is it looks like, um, they're a very financially stable company. I got a chance to jump on this morning, um, for the conference call, um, from, from, from BMO, um, and the ownership and everybody was kind of in there, you know, and what I got from them is they are very football aware and respectful to the game with their work in Canada. And uh, now that they're moving into the States and into Southern California, um, after taking over Bank of the West, it, it would just make sense for them to, to, to make a big splash transition in and announce their arrival. And since they already are comfortable working with soccer, working with football, uh, we'd be an obvious choice. And who wouldn't want to have the naming rights outside of maybe a bank that's not as stable? but who wouldn't want to have the, the the rights. And so we have a stable company. They are good corporate stewards. You could say, you're not going to find scandal with them. Um, they they look company? like they're in it for the right reasons, I think is, is something that's critical. Uh, and, and genuinely that, you know, the conversations that they had in that meeting tells me that, that this is something, again, it's long-term it's 10 years. Uh, and it's not the type of company that's going to back out early. Uh, you can already see they've got their naming rights on two other stadiums in Canada. So it's not something new to them. Uh, their youth sports initiatives in Canada for soccer are good. So I, I think while the name doesn't sound like it flows as much as we're used to, I mean, how do you beat something that says California in it, right? Uh, it's, it's better than others. And it's a company that that we can we can get behind because of of who they are and how they operate so my hope that as a new sponsor they find ways to to work with the supporters which i know they will but even with the general fan base and maybe maybe offer things within their own business um that we'd like because who the heck wouldn't like to have a credit card that's branded with lafc or something like that or a travel card since we all travel so much right we'll see what happens with the products they offer but Right now, I'm happy with it. I wish the colors on the stadium, though, um, were a little bit more matching. But, you know, for what's being offered and, and how well they're they're providing support, I, I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah. Now, as I was saying earlier, I'd, I don't care what the colors on the outside stand looks like as long as the inside stays black and gold. That's all we care about. And it looks like that's what they did. We saw the scoreboard rendering and it looks like it's, it's color matching on the inside. So yeah, you can't complain too much. Right, Bam? Exactly. Exactly. Now trying hard for a final club 
for this episode. So I'm going to throw it to Tony because Tony had one before the, the show come up with. So I'm going to throw it to Tony. I throw him under the bus and Tony can take it away. I was kidding on that one, but okay, I, I guess. Um, so <laughs> I have to look this up because I was just kidding and I was not even prepared for this. Luckily, I was listening to Ooh. it earlier today, but it is... I... Go for Ooh, it. Here he goes. No, I, I had a funny thought. Like, what's what's last thing that you played before entering the show tonight? And I, that could be your vinyl club minute. Oh no, my uh, <laughs> no, it was more on like no. <laughs> I was going on the uh, the uh, the uh, BMO uh, situation, and I was going with the uh, Adventure Time theme song. <laughs> um, come along with me. It's off like 2014. It's literally the soundtracks the literally adventure time come along with me it's the main theme song for adventure time because it's bemo as most of people who watch that show there's a little game boy character called bemo so that's all i could think about and like i said i'm waiting on those pins whenever they come out whoever has the artistic ability to do that (laughs) sounds like a castillo project i don't know about you guys but he's quick with these things Yeah, I, I, at the same time, who doesn't like Adventure Time? So going with that one, I think it's a perfect one. <laughs> Dude, it's Tony just, it's a right fit. Now. Yeah, it's a fit. It's definitely a fit. I mean, we could have gone with famous bands from Canada too, but I, I'm I'm not all into nominating Nickelback at any time soon, so it's okay. That's if Rockstar <laughs> had the naming rights. I was either going to go with uh, Neptune or NRID rockstar or i was thinking of nickelback rockstar okay those are the two the nickelback was more of a ha 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 but <laughs> and in in truth we were we were messing with last night with with naming rights and playing with the vinyl club minute and i was i was really you know we were we were joking that it was going to be rockstar i think was the joke we were going with and i tried to say well let's do winger but i gotta be honest i wouldn't put you through that torture and i'm not referring it to any of you it's really bad music so we'll, we'll let that go we'll totally let that go back to you bam <laughs> all right so at next one we've got great expectations so as we, we went through it briefly before i'll bring joseph into this what's your number one priority for the trophy this year what trophy My do you number want one. yep do you want ccl do you want mls cup back to back do you want supporter shield back to back what's your number one trophy Number one would be CCL by far, by far. You want, you want to be on the international stage. We're not going to be the first, but it doesn't matter. You still want to be on that, on that stage. You still want that chance Two, uh, I would probably say open cup cause we haven't won it before. Um, and then MLS cup after that. So shield, I'll be dead honest with you guys. I don't with 60 possible games this year. I really don't want to burn out the crew trying to chase for that thing. It's just not worth it this year. Cycle the games, just get into the playoffs, try to get home field and be happy with that. I know we're going to compete for everything, but do do not do not get stuck out for the last few games of the year, you know, before the playoffs and take a risk when you don't really need to. I'd rather have them healthy and ready for the playoffs. Yeah. For for me with the supporter shield, if we're there or thereabouts with a couple of games to go then yeah, try for it, but don't risk injuring players for the playoffs. That That's my big thing. Like if, we're, yeah. if we're within within a game with three games to go, 
then yeah, let's push for it. But at the moment, Supporter Shield will be down around the League's Cup winning that for me. And, and I think, to be honest, the new playoff format that's rumored, right? It's not confirmed yet, which is, sounds bizarre when the season's upon us. It's a lot of games. I believe it's a six-game run or seven games, right? Something like that. If they really do this little mini World Cup format, that's a lot of playoff games. Six or seven? How irrelevant, how irrelevant do you want the supporter shield to be? Because by the time someone's won that, and now we've gone through a one-month tournament, who cares? Like, seriously. Uh, no. I just want the, I want the crew healthy. That's all I'm looking for. All right. Well, seeing that you're here, Joseph, let's go through the preseason schedule, shall we? You want me to lead on that one? You can lead on that one. All right. I have a job tonight. There we go. All right. So schedule for tonight or for, for play uh, oh, preseason. Saturday, June, January 21st, we have a closed door friendly against Real Salt Lake. Location time to be decided. We'll see where that one ends up. January 28th, another Saturday. Uh, we have New York City FC. So that's we tend to play those guys like I swear every preseason we get really used to those guys, but okay. Uh, and then after that Monday, February 6th, two o'clock kickoff empire polo club against DC United should be interesting. That might be the oldest team in the history of MLS. In case you guys haven't been paying attention, it seems like they're going to be in a completely uh, over 30 team. Just look at the roster. It's wild guys. Uh, Talk about team is going to fall apart by the end of it. Uh, Saturday, February 11th. This should be interesting. We got to play Toronto FC, uh, 11 a.m. kickoff Empire Polo Club. So it'll be the BMOs versus the BMOs. We'll see who the top BMO side is. Should be fun. Um, yeah, they got our old coach and we got their current sponsor. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, February 18th, another Saturday, uh, LAC versus San Diego Loyal. Five o'clock kickoff at the bank. I'm sure that one's open for all of us. Uh, I'm sure tickets or something's going to be settled and we'll figure that out soon. I'm pretty sure uh, Podfather Jerry will be on his way for that one. I'm sure we'll see him at the park. And uh, yeah, should be good. Should be good. We'll drag him on here just to preview that. I give you that. Uh, definitely. Uh, beyond we'll, that. We'll be him. Yeah. We'll definitely be yeah. dragging him in. Kicking yes, and screaming. Do it. <laughs> You're coming in, man. That's it. That's how it's got to be. So that is our short, short preseason. I'm actually happy it's short since we have so many darn games to play this year. Just get healthy, get going, and get the second team up and running, and and, and we'll be fine. So, yeah, that is our preseason, guys. Exactly. What game in that preseason, besides the two behind closed doors, are you really interested to see how we go? Uh, I think Toronto FC will be a good one because of how much they've been investing in their side. Uh, Bob's system versus Dolo's system. Again, it's preseason, so I don't put I don't put much into it. Um, if I was going to put pressure on a game, it would be against the Loyal. I know it's an, it's a lower division side, but that's the game where it's kind of the curtain call. You got you to have everybody out playing proper. So if I'm going to be concerned, it's going to be Loyal to make sure our guys are right. But yeah, just to see the Toronto FC, LAFC vibe. That's not, that's not bad either. Yeah, I, I agree with that. For me personally, I think the Loyal game, because I think Loyal will want to prove themselves. They've proved themselves against Galaxy. 
they got, they want to prove themselves against us. So I think that's going to be a game where if we're not up to at least 90% ready for the season, we will lose that game. And I don't want to lose that game to Loyal. I want to be able to, although it's a friendly, I don't want to lose that game to him because you know that they're coming in for bragging rights that we run South, South SoCal. That's what they're going for. Of course, they're challenging. They want to join the league. Also, this could be a preview of an Open Cup game down the line. Down the line. Uh, down the line. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Exactly. What are you, Tony? Which one are you looking for? Oh, San Diego, a hundred percent. U.S. Open Cup could be. We can see them there. Um, potentially them being the next MLS team to be into the league because there's that rumor that San Diego is going to push forward and hopefully. MLS makes the right move and brings up the loyal with that because then you kind of destroy the you kind of destroy what they're creating over there and it's not the right move. Hopefully, and I believe they just like I think we've mentioned before they have like a multi billionaire backing them now or something like that. But they got it, so it makes sense that that would go. So that's the only game really. Again, the other ones are more of have fun it's a tournament that of course we want to win but at the end of the day it's not a tournament that we should care about it's making sure everyone's healthy seeing where they're at seeing what we have to do in training to make them get better but that's the only one because again that's going to be in front of fans in our stadium and against again jerry the podfather so we have to I'm calling out 3250 will go louder because I know Jerry's going to tell their going to tell their supporter section to be louder than us because you know just a little nudge. You expect it. You have to expect it. It's just too much. Too much on the line for them. Not a whole lot for us. Let's be real. So yeah, all good things. Yeah, all good things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or you are silly. You're looking forward to the lower game. Hey, make that four. Give us San Diego because they're going to be coming for us. They're going to want those uh, bragging rights, as you all mentioned. And, hey, some of their players already have MLS experience. So it's going to be an interesting matchup with them because all the other preseason games that we have, I don't want to sit here and say that they don't matter because obviously you still want to use them to see how the new players fit into the system and uh, previously injured ones because – I don't know if I'm going to do this as a conspiracy, but I won't be surprised if Max plays in one of the close games. I'm just going to throw it out there. Because <laughs> I know, Joseph, you kind of missed this, but I mentioned earlier of how I've just been impressed with seeing uh, Max's recovery, that he's ahead of schedule. He's already back in training. Granted, he's not back in training with the team. He's kind of doing individual training, but you never know. He could be back sooner than we thought. Hey, that's just my I hot shocked. take. I get one hot take at least, yeah. okay? I'm I'm with you on the hot take. Could you imagine how, how good that would be for the rest of the side to see him come back so quick? Even if it's Definitely. a half, who cares? It would just be wild. I don't want him to hurry, but still, it, it, it's super cool. Uh, I'm beyond uh, amazed at his recovery time. And that's hard work. It's, it is what it is. It's, it's hard work on his end. Um, and the staff pushing him, um, but he doesn't need much motivation. He's he's Max, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. I'm also looking forward to the Toronto game, seeing Dio back because Dio should be back for should be playing for them that game. So 
for, for those that are going out to Empire Polo Club, although, yes, you are giving money to Carson, it'd be good to see Dio. That, that, that's the main one. So I know if you do go out there, I know the scarf will be out there. I know Philly's going out there. So go get, go hang hang with them for a little bit. Tell them how good they're going with the Empire Strikers because, you know, they're going quite well at the moment. They did have a win last game, and I did listen to that. And hearing how good Jonathan, Philly, and all are doing with that, I think they're going really well. They get better with every game. No, no doubt about it. It's hard work for them too. You know, you guys are awesome. Sacrificing time, distance. They don't live anywhere close to Ontario. Uh, and yeah, you guys are awesome for pulling that off. For yeah. sure. I yeah, I do know, listen to the last episode of Defenders. Philly won't be at the um, Flex Futsal tournament. Hmm. Nope. Yeah, He'll be in Mexico. Yeah. He's going down there as the English broadcasters for the MISL. In Monterey, not the beautiful stadium of Monterey, but in Monterey. So you get to see that stadium. (laughs) Still going to have a good time. It's Monterey. Definitely, definitely. Um, This is going to be a very short episode. This is going to be a very short episode. (laughs) Well, let me, let me, let me make it a little bit longer. Ah, yeah, Um, yeah. There's, Tony, well, hold on, hold on. actually, before we start this, RSL, tell us your trip, the, the whole trip on Philadelphia, what people can expect with it being next year in Anaheim, and a lot of the pod fam couldn't go to it. So ex- tell us the experience that you had there. Besides, you know, me, you know, you want me to run the Rocky Sip saying I can't do it, but you know me. Hey, I was fully expecting you to come out to Philadelphia with me, not only to help out with Podcast Row, but to challenge you to the Rocky Steps. Because, hey, that was a good run overall. But basically uh, saying, you know, with... (laughs) I'll try to keep this brief. It's the United Soccer Coaches Convention. They host it every single year. And more or less, it's just kind of a big gathering of all the coaches from the U.S., from England, really anywhere in the world. There was over 20,000 attendees, I believe. And Podcast Row is just a chunk of it, where this year they had 27 shows, some regional, some international. It really is a, a ride, excuse me, a wide range. And with the convention being in Anaheim next season or next around this time next year, I should say, (laughs) I definitely expect a huge presence from not only California, but just kind of like the Pacific Northwest and all the regional states in that area. And even though it's not official yet, it's still kind of in the talks. There is discussion of me possibly being lead of Podcast Row, since I am very familiar with the California region. So I will say to all our fellow podcasters that listen to us, definitely keep up the good work because I will be on the lookout for you. And invitations usually go out around August, September. So keep up the work. And yes, bam, you need to make plans to travel to town so you can be with us. But other than that, um, as you already know, Along with the convention, they also hosted the NWSL draft, which I had the opportunity to cover 
It was an absolutely amazing experience. I will admit, I only stayed for the first round because I was working from 9 a.m. till basically draft time. So I was just exhausted. But regardless, as I've mentioned, it was a great experience. Rumor has it, it's going to be a long-term relationship because the United Soccer Coaches is used to hosting the MLS draft. But since that isn't in person, it is now with the NWSL. So little speculation that it could be happening again in Anaheim. But regardless, I mean, really, it was just a truly amazing experience. Got to meet a lot of great people, um, a lot of great personalities in the soccer community, like Tom Bogart, for example, Jimmy Conrad, just to throw out some names. And yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for next year already. Yeah, next year should be fun. I'm going to try and do what I can to get out there because God knows I do need a trip out there. I do miss you all. Um, thank you again, Araceli, for covering the NWSL draft on Hardaway FC for us. It was amazing. Uh, Tony, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going to give you some time, and I want you to go for it. Tee all off. Right. All right, so I'm going to have the round table for this one. I don't really – this is an LAFC podcast, but this is a conversation that was brought up in the Twitter spaces, which is dumb on their part for thinking that we would help them with anything because at the end of the day, it's not our job. That's their job, and they've been getting away with a lot. As most of you know, they've been breaking rules, and they finally got caught, and now – they realize that oh they're breaking rules so now we're going to keep that same person who's breaking the rules and they wanted him out and i'm talking of course about the carson supporters and, and their statement of boycotting the rose bowl which just means more tickets for black and gold thank you very much uh, i would love to fill your former stadium with making it our new second home so thank you very much for that and there was talks about them reaching out to us and telling us that we should support them, that the you know, traffic runs MLS and everything like that. At the end of get, at the end of the day, yes, we want you guys to be better. We want your 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 players to be better, so we can make this rivalry well. Because again, at the end of the day, a good rivalry is when both teams are great. You know what I mean? You can ask anyone in the stuff like any in any of the rivalries from Real Madrid to Barcelona to um, Byron to Dortmund, anything like that. But that's not our job. That is you. You guys have been benefiting on going on the whole, oh, we're just going to be better. We're, we're the LA Galaxy. We run LA. We do this. We do stuff like that. And they're not doing what they're listening to because you let them. Yes, we did our 12 our twelve minutes of a silence to show that we were unhappy. And everyone's going like, well, it was because you lost Carson because we were sick of it. Because we were sick of losing going all the time. So we wanted to show our unhappiness about it. So we wanted to show our front office that we were upset about it. Again, I even went off on that day to show my frustration on it. Because we want our club to be better. So and it's at the end of the day, it's that sort of thing. So don't come to us to help you fix your club. You know what I mean? Money-wise, we might do that eventually. We might be the new Byron and do that with Dortmund, as Joseph has told me before. Byron's has helped Dortmund in financial times. Maybe we'll do that for Carson when they finally don't have the money and they can't bring anybody. Maybe. But 
at the end of the day, that's their problem, not our problem. We have a great relationship with the front office and they understand we want to win trophies for the long run. So we become the superpower of the MLS where we are the big teams where when you think of MLS, you think LAFC and that's about it. What do y'all think about that? Shall I weigh in or I'll let you guys go and then I'll, I'll tee off. You can go, Joseph. You can go. A snake is a snake is a snake. At the end of the day, this is the same organization that tried to destroy Orange County this year and didn't think anything of it. Fine with that. Absorbed another MLS team. Yeah, that's what you did. They didn't die and rebrand. No, you absorbed them. Your academy, the whole thing. So you have no problem destroying other teams and ending it and being a troublemaker all the way across the board. Don't ask for mercy when you've never given, never, ever given it to anybody else. In addition to that, you got off light, very light for what you did. You cheated. End of the day, you cheated. If you're fielding an ineligible player, I guess in any other normal league in the world, those games are now forfeits. Look what happened in Mexico yesterday. Or was it today where they said all those practice games are now forfeits because you had an ineligible player? That's how it works. So if you look at our rivalry, any game that included Pavon should be recorded for the record as a loss. And the fines should be a lot more than they are. And the transfer should be banned immediately. Not, oh, we'll let you have a good, a good winter and then we'll, we'll slap you on the wrist. You got off light. You got off light because the guy they just rehired and they're keeping on, he's just doing the job that you guys have always done. It's always been a little questionable. That's how it operates. Always. You have five cups for a reason. The training wheels have always been there, and everyone knows it. That's why when you guys think all big about your five cups, everybody goes, yeah, whatever, because they know years and years and years, different treatment. For me, the argument is it sports or is it sports entertainment? I think for Carson... They're cool with it being sports entertainment as long as they're the ones on the right side of it. So you can struggle all you want. My hope, you were born in Pasadena, and in a couple months, you can die in Pasadena too, and we'll bury you. That's where I sit. I do not care about what happens to your club. It can leave. We can create a greater rivalry with San Jose and San Diego and Vegas as they come in, and that would be the greatest little round robin right there. We don't need you. We do not need the galaxy. We're fine on our own. We're doing just fine while they're doing whatever they're doing down the road. We don't need them. They need us more than we need them. That's real talk. We're where we're at now. We did it honest. We got there honest. I've heard other shady stuff in the background. I'm not going to put on this show, but I know. I know. And so I have no, I have no qualms about it. I also think that this fake anger all of a sudden about about said executive has less to do with the cheating and more to do with the results. Be honest. If you took it outside of the playoffs last year, you'd be fine with him staying on, but you didn't. And that's why you're mad. So that's my take. I don't care what happens to you. You played it dirty. You got caught. Now you're going to pay for it more. Don't look for us for, for, for that lifeline. Cause you'd never give it to us. I'll give it back to you, Bam. 
Araceli, anything from you on that situation? Okay, how do I follow up with that? I'm, I'm... <laughs> I told you like, I should have waited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, I agree with everything that you said, because at the end of the day, when it comes to them being uh, rivals of us, they're always quick to point the finger. They're always quick to kind of say we're on our own. You know, we're um, this new club and um, so on and I mean, we already know all the discussions. We don't have to go back on that. But regardless, what's said has been said. And as far as this conversation goes, the supporters, for their supporters, they kind of just have to leave it up to them, unfortunately. Whether they're going to attend that game or not, I've already heard there are going to be Galaxy supporters there because they've already purchased tickets. How many? I don't know. So to me, that kind of defeats the purpose of, how are you going to ask supporters not to go when they're already going uh, regardless? And I don't know if this is part of it or not, but like the whole thing with, um, Oh, how do you pronounce their player's name? That Rike, Riki, that little Spanish kid. Oh, I oh um, Riki. Riki Pooch. Riki Pooch. However you pronounce it, it, like the whole situation that's going on with him, of him being bored in L.A., I think that's just smoke and mirrors right now to kind of distract from what's going on. But as Joseph said, on the surface level, what's already been done and for them to expect any help from the LAC fans is just kind of ridiculous. But regardless, it's their situation. So we'll see what happens. How can you be bored in L.A. when you're not in L.A.? Well, this is the same people that want to promote a traffic situation as a thing to promote a rivalry match. And the one thing I always hear them say every time they talk smack about us is they call us Skid Row. Have you heard those those things? As if you're better than someone who is homeless, right? So for me, it's like, so your thoughts about L.A., the two things you can come up with creatively. One, you're complaining about the traffic. Two, you're complaining about the homeless population. That's a great outside view of Los Angeles, not an inside view. I can hop on that better. Like Skid Row is honestly like they're great people um, with our, like L.A. Originals. If you got not seen that Netflix with um, Mr. Cartoon and, and Ernesto, it's a really good like combination of what Skid Row is like. They were on Skid Row, like that whole renaissance of what he did included skid row and like how much they like they protected them and helped them out so why don't bash just accept it if you want to be part of la help la is the best way to say it exactly exactly yeah now much yeah. for a nice long run-up all right galaxy fans first off Chris Klein, you're doing a great job. Keep doing it. You're doing a magnificent job. Keep it up. It's going well. I love your work down there. You're doing great. Keep going. You say you, you say since 96. Where? Where have you been since 96? You've done nothing since 96. Yeah, you've won some trophies, but what have you done in the city where you've done globally for football? LAFC is known globally more than you are. The only time that we would join you in a protest is if the MLS does something to screw the league over. 
the MLS t- turns around tomorrow and says, or MLS Cup game is going to be in New York, be at Yankee Stadium, that's where it's going to be, then yes, we'll protest with you. You want us to protest because something in your club's not going to your liking? Get out of here. Go do it yourself. You really want to do a good protest? You really want to do a good one? Walk out during the game. But then again, you've got to turn up to games to walk out. No one turns up to your games. They're just dead and empty. That's all they are. Soulless. Soulless. Say what you want to say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, moving on from that god-awful club, let's see what other comments we've got in here at the moment. Um, Go back up to... Where were we? LSU Wolf. Joseph's in the house. Let's go from there. Uh, Daniel coming in. I think the 10-year deal will prove to be a good value for BMO at $10 million a year by the end of the contract, kind of the Apple deal for the streaming rights. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good deal for all that kind of stuff. I'm interested to see what else Apple's going to be doing over the next couple of years with streaming rights because I can see them going for more. Uh, Daniel, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a Cassiello idea for sure. I was thinking the same point. Obviously, talking about the pin. He's actually going to... Uh, He's actually going to release a new uh, bank pin because he was—he's not too happy about it, but he wants to represent the the originals, the people who have been here since it's been called Bank of California, and and do that. He'll eventually maybe do something for BMO, but I know he wants to give something for the original because again, he is LAFC. Meet the guy; he's all about it. Exactly. I was Shout just out changing to LAFC. it from a C to a K. Right, it's still the bank, just the K instead of a C. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the pin god from Daniel Edge coming in. We have two shields already. Lost party next to the League's Cup. Yeah, I can see that. Um, we can lose some games to prioritize CCL and Open Cups from the Edge. Water spoons greater than U.S. Open Cup from David Day. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. That's kicking the dog lights down. Uh, LC Edge isn't player for him to be a three-leg game. Better not be three legs. Two two legs, yeah, I can see, but why change something that's working? Why change something that's working? Okay, so all the formats I heard are are wild, man. I just got to wait, because some I heard was a, a three-leg, I heard a two-leg after you get out of the first round of group stage. So there's an actual group stage. Like, wasn't that the league that was group stage? I don't know. I'm lost. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Edge coming in with Jerry being an official rival in 2024 when San Diego comes in MLS. Look, I hope they do come in. You know, San Diego does need a, another major sport other than baseball. That's for sure. You know, the NFL left them to bring Take something there that they will get around more. Uh, David Day, least cup predictions. Will most teams treat it as friendlies? Which teams will be bringing the crowds? Which won't? Will League Amex fans outnumber MLS fans in any stadium? Every stadium. Yeah, I just hope that nothing happens like has happened in the past between fans of MLS and League Amex games. Like, go there, enjoy the football, enjoy what it's for. Um, David Day, I want rivalries from the, to form in Leeds Cup, Loyal versus Zolos and LSE versus America. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Q Cardi coming in, did the Herbalife for my 
laundering finally run out. Most likely, I hear Western Sydney Wanderers are now laundering the, the money over there. Uh, relegate the gals for a year. Just get rid of the club. Plain and simple. Uh, LOC versus America, the new Classico. Yeah, I could see that happening, you know. Uh, Burt coming in there. Rosewell will be painted black in February. Yep, Klein in. I'm with you there. Klein in all the way. And as well, Smalls Kenobi. LFC versus America, the new rivalry now. Yeah, I can see rivalries like that coming up. What about you guys? Joseph, any rivalries you want to form against Mexico teams? I mean, that is the Leviathan of Liga Mekis. They're they're the biggest winner. They've done the most of everyone. Sorry, guys. I do like a lot of other teams, but they are who they are. Um, and, and yes, their shenanigans cost us a CCL already. So I think the rivalry, I'm with Smalls, it, it's already a rivalry now. Easy already rivalry after all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know about you guys. I think we're ready for our final thoughts. So, Araceli, you want to kick off final thoughts? Final thoughts? I mean, there, we went over a lot, believe it or not. And I know I say this every show, but I really am just excited for the preseason to officially start and the season itself to start and just get this madness off the ground. Me too, me too. Tony? Sorry, there was a message I didn't want to head through the pink. Um, excited for the preseason to start. Excited for the new faces that we'll see because championships do bring new faces, some good, some bad. And hopefully with the good, they join the two people that the two uh, supporters that we mentioned to for the meeting greets. Um, on top of that, like I said, always check out on your mates, make sure you call them, make sure they're okay. You know what I mean? It's always an ongoing situation. As we get older, it becomes more of, you know, you, you see your friends all the day, every day in high school, and it's easier to not, not be depressed and everything like that. But as you grow older, it's harder to meet up with friends, harder to do this. And luckily for us, we have this LAFC community where we see each other every day. But once it's off season, it becomes a little bit harder because life happens and stuff like that. Um, also want to give a shout out to um, the Empire Strikers. They are doing a benefit going on for the uh, for the troops. So there's a raffle going on for a special edition one for Friday. And for all you Star Wars fans, they are doing a special edition Star Wars jersey on Sunday, which myself, I'll be joining. I'll be going to. So if you guys want to come out, very cheap, very inexpensive. $25 for literally four seats to probably $10. It's going to be $5 beers with rowdy with uh, Rowdies. And on top of that, Rowdies is also having a meet and greet for an after game going on at their brewery. So come join, meet up with us, you know, have fun. I know uh, Jonathan and Philly will be there and their game, their their broadcast is always one of the best to listen to, and hopefully I can hear it. I being there live is a different experience. If you want soft, if you want football in your life and you can't see LAFC, that's a perfect alternative. So come out, join. It's a family friendly event. Bring the whole family, and it'll be fun. Nice, De definitely, definitely. I know when I get out the next, I want to try and get to a game and go watch the strikers because I've been watching them on on Twitch, listening to 
Philly, Jonathan, and Amanda, and they're doing great works. Joseph, final thoughts? I will say this. Number one, thank you all of you for your patience, your dedication to this team, uh, all the love. Thank you to my crew for, for keeping this bad boy afloat and making it happen and, and honestly flying high today. It was good. You guys rock today. Um, and so beyond happy for you guys and your support. So that's what I'll leave it at is again, just a big thank you. Hope to see you all soon, very soon in person. And bam, you do realize that the coaches convention will be across the street from Disneyland. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. So I might be able to talk the other half to definitely try and get over there. You know, just got to plant that seed a little bit (laughs) there. See, see, there's incentive, sir. So exactly. on that note, exactly. I'll pass it to you, Bam. So everybody, of course, stay golden. Bam's got you covered tonight. Um, Joseph, thank you for letting me take over this episode. I know stuff happened before you beforehand. Um, hope everything's working out well. To everyone that tuned in, although I'm not Joseph, hopefully I did a semi-decent job. You know, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm about that far down. You know, can't see how far down I am. Um, we've covered a lot this episode you know there wasn't much to cover but we still covered a lot araceli thanks for joining us again tony thanks for joining oh tony's got one more thing so sorry i had to cut you off on this one i i was wanting to put this in the final say but make sure to check out all the other pod family like episodes if you need more lasc contest defenders just came out with a new episode today uh lgbt lgbt also came out with a new episode with in spanish so um it was really good as best as they can. I know it's not their first language, so congratulations on that. Of course, our 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 homies at uh, Sim Filter also has one. Um, shoulder to shoulder, of course, Jonathan. We have to give it up to them and stuff like that. So there are many pod fam in in this thing. So if you need more LAFC content in your life, there are plenty of other pods in our family to listen to, and they have different perspectives than we have. Again. We are in this because we are a pod family. We're not in this for anything else. So if you need to listen to more, not just us, there are more options. Definitely, definitely. You know, the pod fam's a great fam to be a part of. You know, we all got group chats going with with them, all talking about LAFC. We all have different views. You know, you might not agree with our views. You might agree with more with defenders of the bank views or that kind of stuff. But we always listen to each other. We always talk to each other and all that kind of stuff too. I know all of us pretty much have been on other pods as well. We've had them on our pods as well. You know, we're a great family. We all like doing that kind of stuff. Um, to the LGBTQ pod, congratulations on your first um, non-English speaking one. That's a massive deal. Um, next thing I'm about to say, I'm going to butcher, but I'm going to try the best that I can. Um, for everyone this weekend, especially everyone in the Asian community, uh, Gonki Fat Choi. You know, happy new year this weekend. You know, good luck. I'll probably butcher that as soon as I can, but hope you all have a wonderful year next year. And to finally tear off our final words, Araceli. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. I'll let Joseph close off like normal. So I'll go stay golden, LA. Ooh, so you want me you want me to do the, the keys tonight and close this bad boy down? Yes, yes, I can do that. All right. From me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles.
for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.